In Jesus' name, amen. Where are you, Lord? Where are you, Lord? I, uh, I asked myself that question uh, in a jungle once in, in the middle of Guatemala. I was, I was there on a mission trip uh, with the seminary while I was studying to be a pastor, and I had gone <clears throat> with some other uh, students and professors, and, and we went to Guatemala for a couple simple reasons. Uh, first, we wanted to share the love of Christ and to tell a little bit about the faith that we had in Jesus. Uh, but we also wanted to make some connections uh, in Guatemala with some of our brothers and sisters in Christ and, and get to know the local churches down there. And, and for 10 days, that's what we did. We, we spent 10 days uh, watching God at work. And it was obvious during most of those days that God was, was there just like he was uh, here with us and that he was doing some really amazing things there in Guatemala. Uh, we spent most of the time in Guatemala City, but, but one afternoon we took a day trip out to this I don't know what to call it, a shanty town built into the middle of a forest uh, in a jungle about an hour outside of Guatemala City. And, and while we were there in the morning, we pretty much led a vacation Bible school where we gathered together the families, the kids, and the parents of the town there in the jungle, and we shared some Bible stories, uh, we sang some songs, made some crafts, gave away some gifts. It was a wonderful morning. And, and then in the afternoon, we kind of split up throughout the village there. And we just went door to door and, and got to know some of the people there in that town. And it was uh, great to hear their stories and to learn what life was like there in the jungle in Guatemala for them. And we had a few opportunities to share our faith. Uh, we went to a lot of homes that afternoon, but there's only one that really sticks out to me. It was the home, if you could call it that, more of a shack, I guess, of, of a 10-year-old ten, girl. And we stood with her as she held in her 10-year-old bony little arms her own newborn child. And she held her child that day because there was no one else to hold her child. Her, her family wanted nothing to do with her after what had happened to her and after this girl, this kid, found out she was pregnant. Her, her family pushed her out. The, the other people in her village didn't want much to do with her that day. And so we stood there in this shack with a 10-year-old kid who was holding her own newborn child. And I had to wonder, where are you, Lord? Where are you, Lord? I've asked myself the question at other places, too. I've asked it in nursing homes, as I've seen patients crawl on the ground and cry out for help. And one time, uh, as I walked in the room, called me Satan. I've wondered, where are you, Lord? Why aren't you here? I've, I've asked it in my own home, as I've struggled with some sin or some silly act of selfishness that I've lived out. Again, I've I've wondered, where are you, Lord? Why aren't you here? Why aren't you strengthening me in the ways I need to be strengthened? Why aren't you molding me into the person that my family and friends and church need me to be? Where are you, Lord? I've, I've wondered in church when my sermon feels plodding and boring and, and the service and liturgy just seems rote and recited and, and when God doesn't feel present, I, I wonder, where are you, Lord? I've, I've asked as we've gathered together for memorials to remember people we love, where are you, Lord? Maybe you've asked it in, in a hospital room or a funeral home or maybe just as you woke up and, and looked at a mirror at a life that seemed to be falling apart and you wondered, where are you, Lord? I, I wondered today as I, as I read through our gospel reading that we heard just a minute ago, I wondered if Mary ever asked herself that question, if she ever thought, where are you, Lord? For sure, she had greater faith than me, so, so maybe she didn't. Um, but it seems to me like Mary had lots of opportunities or reasons to, to ask that question. I, I wonder if she asked it as she stood there one moment all alone in her room 
And in the next moment, there's this angel there appearing, right? A man named Gabriel who's saying these otherworldly things. And, and in her surprise and in her fear, I wonder if she cried out, Where are you, Lord? I, I wonder if she thought about it as she considered the possibility of what it was going to be like to be an unwed mother in a society that killed and stoned unwed mothers. I wonder if she ever asked then, Where are you, Lord? Is she, she thought about the possibility of her new fiancé, Joseph, leaving her over all of this. And what it might be like to be rejected by her family as a young mom. I wonder if she ever asked then, where are you, Lord? As, as she made her way to Bethlehem, as she gave birth in all of the mess of the, the animals and the hair and the hay, I, I wonder if she asked it then, where are you, Lord? As, as her small little family made their way from, from their home to Egypt because murderous King Herod was threatening and, and eventually did kill all the little babies, I, I wonder if she ever asked, where are you, Lord? Why aren't you here? As she lived in that foreign land with all of the foreign languages and the foreign pagan gods of, of Egypt a million miles away from home, I wonder if she ever asked, where are you, Lord? That one day when she made her way with all of her family and friends from the temple in Jerusalem back home to Nazareth, do you remember that story? As she searched through the crowd for little 12-year-old Jesus, asking all the relatives if they had seen her boy, and in the midst of that mother's fear, I, I wonder if she ever thought, where are you, Lord? As the Pharisees breathed, breathed their threats against her little boy as as the, the crowds cheered for her son's crucifixion and as Pilate washed his hands of, of all of that mess, I wonder if she ever thought, where in this God-forsaken world are you, Lord? As they pounded the nails into her firstborn's hands, as they placed the crown of thorns upon her little boy's head, as he was hanging there, barely breathing, sighing, finally dying, as she held on to John for all dear life at the foot of the cross, I wonder if Mary ever thought, where in this hell of a world are you, Lord? I don't know if Mary ever thought that, but I do know the answer to the question. Uh, the answer is yes, God was with her. God was always with her, even when God felt like he was a million miles away, even when she couldn't see her son or her Lord, God was there. He was, he was always there. And, and the gift of Christmas for us today is, is that God is here with us. The gift of Christmas is that the creator of the universe and the maker of the moon has jumped down out of heaven from his comfortable throne and into a little manger. The, the gift of Christmas is that God has broken into humanity, that he has entered into our lives, that he has knocked on our door and walked right in, that, that God came, really actually came, and was born into this messy world, into a manger and that he's never actually left, that God is here. It, it doesn't always feel like that. I know that. You, I know that you can't always see him. But the problem is never that the God isn't present. The, the problem, more often than not, is that we are looking for God in, in many of the wrong places. We're, we're expecting and looking to see God in the big and the bold things of this world. And meanwhile, there's Jesus being born where no one would expect to find him, in a manger lined with hay. We expect God to see, to see God in the, the strong and the mighty things of this world. Instead, there he is hanging lifeless on a cross, and that's actually where we see his power and his strength. We think that God's not around when, when worship seems boring or dull, but I would like to think that that is precisely where he is, that, that God is actually most present in the places we would least expect to find him, that, that he is most real 
in the moments that he feels the farthest away. The gift of Christmas is that God has come, that he is here. He's, he's here right now in, in the jungles of Guatemala that he's sitting and dwelling with 10-year-old girls who nurse their newborn babies, that he is an identity for that girl that can never be taken from him, that that, that little girl is God's beloved child, that, that she's a daughter of the Most High King, and that she is loved with an amazing love. See, God is here in, in nursing homes to bring wholeness and healing to, to broken, hurting people. That God is, is here in, in funeral homes to bring life to our dead bones. That God is, is there in your home. He's with you wherever you go with grace and mercy and life. The gift of Christmas is that God has come, that he's here. Uh, today, today's story takes place uh, before Mary ever receives the gift of Jesus. Uh, And in our story, she does have something, though. She's not empty-handed. God gives her an amazing gift uh, pretty near the beginning of our reading. God shows up and speaks through an angel and says to Mary this amazing promise and gives her this amazing gift. He says, Greetings, O favored one. The Lord is with you. You see, that was a promise that Mary would need to take with her and hold on to as tightly as she could so many times throughout her life. That, that no matter how far away God felt, she had God's promise, the Lord is with you. As she gave birth in that messy little manger, she could hold on to those words, the Lord is with you. As she fled to Egypt and as Herod killed the babies, she, she had God's word. She had the promise, the Lord is with you. As, as she made her way from Jerusalem back to Nazareth, as she couldn't find her little boy, she had the promise. As, as the Pharisees breathed their threats and as the crowds cheered for her son's crucifixion, as, as her Savior and her son hung there on the cross, she had the words of the Lord. The Lord is with you. You see, brothers and sisters, on Christmas, that promise becomes ours. The promise that was given to Mary by God is God's promise to you today. The Lord is with you wherever you go. He's there. The God of the universe has come to us. And it might not look like we expect it to. And and sometimes he most certainly feels a million miles away. But I, but I pray that you would take that promise, those words of the Lord, and put them in your pocket or write them on your hand or tattoo them on your heart because today we celebrate the Lord is with us. Merry Christmas, everyone. In Jesus' name, amen.